Hello, hello, hello. Okay, so this is episode 11 of Can We Talk? Um, I am really excited because when I had Sean Connolly on the show last time, uh, we spent probably like half an hour of the show on YouTube playing old theme music from shows from the 90s. Um, And it inspired me because I love... Uh, 90s like cartoon and television nostalgia Um, and let me just disclaimer for that when I say television from the 90s or 90s television what I mean is television that I watched in the 90s so like um, for instance Scooby-Doo and the Flintstones and the Funky Phantom and uh, Hong Kong Fooey and shows like that that were actually made in the 60s and 70s. Um, I watched them in the 90s because that was when um, Boomerang, which used to be like a like a, I think like a late night spot on Cartoon Network where they played shows like that that were like throwbacks and then it was so popular that they made it into its own television network. That's the channel that I watched as a kid. Um, now Boomerang really sucks because all they play is... Uh, they actually have original programming now. So it's like the same as Cartoon Network, essentially. And they only play, like, Cartoon Network shows from, like, the past, like, five or six years. And there's... there. I think maybe they'll do, like, the Smurfs or the Flintstones late night. But they don't do, like... The Snorks used to be really fun. Um... All those, like, old mystery shows like uh, Speed Buggy and Jabberjaw and uh, Josie and the Pussycats, like, all those, like, type of shows, those are the ones that I used to really love and uh, watch. Um, And also, what television from the 90s means here is, like, like, I watched The Last Unicorn a lot as a kid, and that was made in the 70s. Um, And... Now, like, I never watched Daria as a kid, but I watch Daria now, and and I'm obsessed with it. Um, So it's really just my own obsession with um, that, like, 90s culture. was um, the Adams Family cartoon that I think I remember that coming on probably like 1990 I think I think it was 1996 because I, rem- I the way that I compartmentalized my childhood memories is what house we lived in when they happened because I have a photographic memory for surroundings so I remember like, I remember exactly what room I was in when things happened um, and, like, 
what I was doing or what I was standing next to. Um, and I remember being in like our, like the, the first apartment that we lived in when I was a kid, like that I was like, like the first dwelling I like have physical memories of. Um, cause I don't, we lived in other places before that, but I don't remember them cause I was too young. So I think my first memories of like where we lived probably started when I was like two or three. Um, and I remember this cartoon Adam's family coming on in the nineties, like 1996. Cause I, I think it was, maybe it was 95. Um, cause it was right before he moved out of that apartment. Um, and I, since then I've done some, a little bit of research on that show and I think that it's based on, cause there's the television show, the Adams family, the black and white one. And then I think that there was a cartoon in the sixties that, uh, ran for a brief period that was based on the black and white show. And there's an episode of the Scooby-Doo movies where they meet the Adams family um, and it's the version of the Adams Family from the cartoon based on the black and white show. So I think that this 90s version of the show, it was, I think, right after the new movies with Angelica Houston and uh, Christopher Lloyd and all the, those folks came out. And so I think it was around that time because it was when the Adams Family had become popular again. Where incredible feats are routine every hour or so. Where enchantment runs rampant, just wild in the streets. Open sesame, here we go! Arabian night, like Arabian days. They tease and excite, take off and take flight. They shock and amaze. Arabian night. Pack your sword, you want air, don't get bored, don't get beaten, oh god, you might. Come on down, stop on by, hop a carpet and fly to another Arabian night. That was uh, the theme <laughs> the theme tune too. Um, so around like 1990. Like, I think it was 1996 to 1999, they had, there was this phase that Disney went through where they would turn, like, popular movies that they had made at the time into uh, television series. So they had one of The Little Mermaid, they had one of Aladdin, they had one of Hercules. Um, I'm trying to think if there were any others that they had made. I don't think that there was. Oh, they did um, The Emperor's New Groove turned into one of them. Uh, Timon and Pumbaa from The Lion King became their own show. Uh, so they had all, all sorts of like little uh, like, like spin-off TV series. Um, and they were really, really, really good. My favorite was Hercules. Yeah. 
return of Typhon. Um, so we're gonna. So I didn't take show notes this time. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Um, so we're gonna. I'm gonna organize it a little better because we started with the Adams family. Um, but I'm gonna bring it back, and we're gonna do some Toon Disney for a little while um, because that was what. I watched, like, as soon as we, like, moved to a new house and got, uh, like, DirecTV for the first time. So we got satellite television, so we had all of these new channels, and Toon Disney was brand new, and I watched it nonstop. So we're going to listen to a couple of themes from uh, some shows that I watched during that era. Living downtown, walking on a brand new beat, slipping through the new day, tripping on a new way, taking down a one way street, beep, 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 who's that cop? Cracking up right, stop the clock, hope he gets here on time. Let's go, bumper, yeah, totally nuts, bumper, no hip and bump, 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 bumper, someone's stealing the show.
those. So, Bonkers was the first one that you just heard. Um, and Bonkers was, um, was about a bobcat who lived in Toontown. And it was like, I think it was the same animated, like animation style and the same animators as uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. So um, it like takes on a lot of the same themes. Uh, but that was a show that I, I never, I wasn't obsessed with Bonkers, but nowadays I'm obsessed with the nostalgia of shows like that because I never really watched them when they were on, but I knew what they were about and like they'd be on in the background. Um, so that those are really interesting to explore. I have a bunch of those that I kind of think like I'll I'll be on YouTube and I'll look up, up the theme and I'll be like, oh, oh my god, I remember that. Uh, and the one after that was one that I was obsessed with, which was Gargoyles. Um, <clears throat> and even now, like I can like spend hours on YouTube watching old episodes of Gargoyles. That was a really really cool show um, that took on a lot of like weird dark themes that were really common around that time with kids' shows. Like, they were much darker. I think it was the same time as uh, the Batman the Animated Series. I think it was the same kind of animation, uh, or um, not animation, but, like, story and, like, um, vibe trend where, like, everything was really dark and almost gothic and had, like, really dark themes to them. And then there, Inspector Gadget... Also a show that I knew about as a kid. And you know how, like, when you're a kid, you'll see something once and, like, automatically you, you think you know everything about it and you're obsessed with it and you talk about it all the time? That was... I think I had, like, an Inspector Gadget action figure as a kid and, like, had never really seen a full episode of the show. But then later on, the movies with uh, Matthew Broderick started coming out, the live-action ones, and so I, of course, knew everything about them. Um... <laughs> And then the last one that you heard was one that I was obsessed with. And I used to wake up at... This was a show that was on at, like, 6 a.m. And so I would wake up. And I don't know how I did it because I didn't have an alarm clock back then. I must have been, like, seven years old. Um, and it was a, a an animated vert, like animated series of The Wizard of Oz. And I think that it originally aired in uh, 1990, and then they were doing reruns of it in, like, 1997. And But somehow I would wake up at 6 a.m. and watch it. Um, and it was so... It was, I'm trying to think of something to... Compa- like, an animation style to compare it to, because it was... It seemed really... Now that I look back, it seems really familiar. Like, there must have been a lot of shows out at the time that were in the same style as that, but I can't really place it off the top of my head. Um, I do remember, though, like, uh, like, back in, like, 90... must have been 98, probably, when... uh, I think it was when... Jeez, was it 98 or was it earlier? It must have been maybe 97 when Disney bought the rights to uh, Doug. And they had like this uh, on ABC in the morning. They had um, like a Saturday morning spot called One Saturday Morning. And they would play like their new version of Doug and this show that I really loved, which was uh, called Pepper Ann.
gym class? No, that's me. Oh. Who is she and why does she have her own song? Did someone take my lunch? Um, geez, that's a good theme song. Uh, I remember Doug being on, um, like right, was it before? Right before, uh, Clarissa Explains It All, which for some reason I was never the kind of kid who liked, um, live action stuff like that, but for some reason I loved Clarissa Explains It All, um. And I don't know if I was aware that I loved it, because I remember one time um, Melissa Joan Hart was hosting some kind of, like, People's Choice thing or, like, red carpet thing, and and it was, like, 1997 or something. And my mom was like, oh, look, who's that? And I, do you know who that is? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, we're watching it, and she wanted me to guess who it was to see if I recognized her. And she was, and I thought that because my mom used to watch uh, Days of Our Lives a lot, and I thought that it was Sammy, the, the actress who plays Sammy on Days of Our Lives. And I said that, and she was like, no, no, it's Clarissa. So whatever. It's just a weird, weird memory that just popped up um, when I just heard the Doug theme song. Um, my Toon Disney days uh, kind of... Like, as soon as shows like Dave the Barbarian and things like that started coming on, I, I lost my interest. So, like, in, like, the like early 2000s, I stopped, I stopped being as excited about it. And I actually got more into, like, shows like That's So Raven and uh, Sister, Sister. I loved Sister, Sister. Um, and I, like, when I became a teenager, I started to get more into things like that. Um, but originally when we had cable and Cartoon Network was on. Because, like I said, I remember when Cartoon Network first started. Um, I loved, like... um, Like, Batman... Like, I used to... I remember when, one summer, I think I was seven years old, seven or eight, um, and I was in a bowling league, like a father-son bowling league with my stepfather. And I remember, like, being more excited about watching uh, Batman the Animated Series because it would come on in the afternoon. Um, I remember being more excited about that and then being upset that I had to leave in the middle of the show to go bowling with him. So my memory of uh, watching cartoons as a kid is it feels like so all over the place so it's getting really hard for me to kind of focus it um, but I think I think I remember watching shows like um, Thundercats and Scooby-Doo and uh, Funky Phantom and Hong Kong Fooey and all those um, I think I remember watching those more than I watched, uh, like, other shows, because I think 
I carried them into adulthood and like I can still sit down and obsess over them. Like I can't obsess over Animaniacs or Cat Dog or any of those shows anymore, but I can obsess over Scooby Doo and watch it for hours and hours and hours, you know. Um, and so I think that's why I remember watching Boomerang more as a kid than I remember watching uh, any of that other stuff. <laughs> Superhero. Sarge? No. Rosemary, the telephone operator? No. Henry, the mild mannered janitor? Could be. Hong Kong Pooey, number one super guy. Hong Kong Pooey, quicker than the human eye. He's got style, a groovy style, and a mob that just won't stop. When the going gets rough, he's super tough with a Hong Kong Pooey chop. Yeah! Hong Kong Pooey, number one super guy. Hong Kong Pooey, quicker than the human eye. Tick a chong, 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 Those were good shows. Um, <clears throat> so, a little history about <laughs> my obsession with Scooby-Doo. One time, I remember, and it, it's funny, because it was the same time that uh, the Blair Witch Project came out for the first time, and 
because they had like a parody video that they played um, during this Scooby-Doo marathon that was like 24 hours of like every Scooby-Doo episode ever. And I remember, because when I was a kid, I was on a lot of uh, medication, like psychiatric meds to help me sleep and to like control my behavior and all that. And I remember deliberately like not taking my pill to sleep and so that I could stay up all night because I couldn't sleep without it. Um, My body had gotten so used to being drugged up to go to sleep. Um, And I stayed up all night and all day the next day watching the Scooby-Doo Marathon. Um, And since then, I think I've probably seen every single episode of every Scooby-Doo. Because, like, they're... They're probably... So, let me see if I can remember. It started with Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? in the 60s. And then, I think in the 70s, there was uh, the Scooby-Doo show. Or no, it was the new Scooby-Doo movies where they w- it was an hour long and they would have like special guest stars. And then there was the Scooby-Doo show, I think. I think. And then the Scooby and Scrappy show. And then there was uh, the Scooby-Doo Dino-Mutt Hour. <laughs> that was a weird one. Um, and then there was the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo where Vincent Price was um, played one of the characters. And then in the... That was all like from like the 70s to the 80s. And then I think in the late 80s, there was a pup named Scooby-Doo, and then it moved on, and they started making, um, they started making movies, um, like, full-length feature movies again. Um, and then it was What's New Scooby-Doo, which was a terrible show. It was awful. Um, and then after that, I'm trying to remember, I think it was was What's New Scooby-Doo? And then they did a bunch of movies with that show as well. And then they did... Jeez. They did... What was after that? I think it was Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, which was an awesome show. And now they have another new one out, um, which so far is really good. It's more of a throwback. Um, to, like, uh, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Um, and as a result of, like, those, like, sort of mystery-solving shows, I really loved, like, Josie and the Pussycats and Funky Phantom and things like that. And I remember, as far as Thundercats is concerned, I remember the theme song to Thundercats, but I don't ever remember watching it. I do remember being obsessed, um with the female character whose name I actually can't remember. So that's how little I remember about Thundercats. But I remember the theme music, and that is very important. Um, There are a couple of shows, though, that I really loved that were on Nickelodeon. Um, I didn't really... I watched Nickelodeon up until probably they sold Doug. And I remember watching Nickelodeon with my younger brother because he was obsessed with Spongebob. But I was never as obsessed with Spongebob as a lot of people were. I loved Hey Arnold, and I loved Rocket Power, and Angry Beavers, and um, shows like that. But I never... uh, Before that, I liked, for instance, like Animaniacs and Tiny Toon Adventures, and uh, Beetlejuice, I think, was my favorite favorite, though. Elmira is a pain. He's hunting and plucky. Busy devil, yucky. Her 
Okay, what do you want to do tonight? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. The Pinky and the Brain. Yes, Pinky and the Brain. One is a genius, the other's insane. In laboratory mice, the genes have been sliced. The Pinky. The pinky and the brain, 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 brain. Before each night is done, their plan will be unfurled by the dawning of the sun. They'll take over the world. The pinky and the brain, yes, pinky and the brain. Their twilight campaign is easy to explain. To prove their mousy worth, they'll overthrow the earth. The pinky. The pinky and the brain, 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 brain. One fine day with a wolf and a purr, a baby was born and it caused a little stir. No goose buzzard, no three-eyed frog, just a feline, canine, little cat dog. Cat dog, cat dog, alone in the world with a little cat dog. Out on the road or back in town, all kind of critters wouldn't get dog down. Gotta rise above it, gotta try to get along, gotta walk together, gotta sing this song. Cat dog, cat dog, alone in the world is a little cat dog. Cat dog, cat dog, nothing in the world like a little cat dog. Yeah, those, so, those were really the only shows that I got really excited about in the, on the, that were on Nickelodeon back then. Uh, Pinky and the Brain was actually um, a part of the lineup of Animaniacs. It was one of the segments, like the mini cartoons that they would, that would be a part of the show. Um, and that was really the only one that I remember all that well. Um, I do remember, uh, Slappy the Squirrel and really enjoying her, um, but I don't remember really any other, I think, I bet if I watched it, it would jog my memory, but, um, Pinky and the Brain was really the one that stood out the most. Uh, another network that I used to try to watch, but I could never really wake up in time, and it was because I was a little bit older when it would air, um, and I remember... We had just moved and didn't have uh, cable or satellite yet um, at our new house. And so all we had was, like, the bunny ears on top of the TV. And the only channel that we could really get was Fox. And so in the morning, um, on Saturdays, they would play Fox Kids. And I would try and get up as early as possible so I could watch, like, Power Rangers and X-Men and uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Because there was... uh, They had the new... There was, like, a version, a live-action version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that was on at that time that had a female character that I was obsessed with. Her name was Venus de Milo. Um, (laughs) And her ninja mask was braided in the back, and I actually had an action figure of her. And now if you try to buy that action figure online, it's, like, it's, like, 80 bucks or something stupid now. It's worth ridiculous amounts of money because it's so rare now. Um, But those, like, I... I used to be obsessed with um, that character, and I was obsessed with X-Men as well. Uh, I never watched it as much, because um, I could never get up early enough, uh, but I would—I sure would try. Um, 
And I'd loved Power Rangers since it came out in like 19, like I think it was like 1989 that that originally aired, the very first Power Rangers. There was, so, I mentioned earlier, there are a couple of movies, like uh, The Last Unicorn and um, <clears throat> some other movies that were on television sometimes back then that um, that I remember really loving. So, like, another one would be, like, uh, A Man Called Flintstone, which was uh, a Flintstones full-length movie that aired in, like, 1966 or something originally. And it was basically, like, Fred Flintstone was, like, 007. Um, so he was, like, a secret agent. It was really good. Um, kind of dark, though. It was, like, a weird, dark movie. Um, and the other one that I loved, loved, and it will still make me cry to this day, um, is a Goofy movie. Um, I loved that movie so much. That had such great songs in it, too. Who do they call when the chips are starting to fall? Just when the villains are wailing, the trouble's beginning to brew. The man called Stone, that's who. To rescue some maiden fair A man with instincts unerring Full of the old daring do The man called Stone That's who He thrives on a diet of danger And he's no stranger To the long charm And the 
Take a look at me instead of just There's nothing that I wouldn't do If it was getting you to notice Isn't such a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, then again, Dad. Dad. Yeah. I got myself a notion. One I know that you'll understand. We set the world in motion by reaching out for each other's hand. Maybe Dad? we'll discover what we should have known all along. What are you doing here? Yeah. Hey! One way what? or another, together is where we both belong. Ah! If we listen to each other's eyes, we find we're never too far apart. Oh. And maybe love is the reason why. Oh, the first time ever seeing it, I'm behind. That goofy ain't there.
So while that was playing, I decided that I was missing some very important uh, theme musics that, uh, or theme songs that were either ones that um, I watched a lot or ones that my mother wouldn't let me watch because she thought they were too gross or too stupid or um, whatever her reasoning was. Um, So I'm going to play those now. So like ones like uh, Two Stupid Dogs, which a lot of people don't remember. It was a really ridiculous show. Uh, Rocco's Modern Life, Cow and Chicken, uh, Dexter's Laboratory, things like that, you know. Those shows were insane. Um, Cow and Chicken was particularly gross. Um, um, between, like, the pork butts and, like, the weird, like, devil that was, like, a strange antagonist on the show. Um, Dexter's Laboratory was fantastic, though. I, there's episodes on Netflix right now that are, like, later episodes which are not as good. They don't have even the same format as the old storylines. And I was very, very disappointed. Um, Oh, goodness. My eyes are, like, watering, and I have all kinds of, like, weird sinus pressure. I think I might be allergic to my apartment because the last, like, week or so, I've just, like, had the worst allergies here. Um, And it's only when I get home that they happen. Um... So I hope you enjoyed my little trip down Nostalgia Lane. Um, I hope that you can relate to some of it, uh, because I'm very passionate about kids' shows from the 90s, apparently, clearly. Um, And thank you for listening.